Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to a special solo episode of GigPod with myself, Rizzo, unfortunately due to a host of technical errors, we will unfortunately do the usual episode for this week, but because it's been a big week at Celtic, I thought I would still jump in and do a brief uh, solo podcast to talk about what's happened in the last couple of days, and two big events, the sad passing of former Celtic manager, Vim Janssen, and the victory over Hearts. Of what I'll briefly talk about if we talk about the game over Hearts first, Celtic winning 2 1, a hard fought win in the end. They dominated the game up until Hearts get back into the game, and then Hearts dom- dominated to an extent. And, and we were fortunate to eke out the 2 1 win, and it was a big win that keeps us four points behind Rangers before we're bang action again on Saturday. The two goals were both in their own way excellent goals. Rio Hitati with an excellent shot from about 30, 25 to 30 yards out. I've seen people saying that Craig Gordon could have done better, but it was a, a great effort. And Hitati's just going from strength to strength. That's two games he's played. He was mad a match in his first game, and he was excellent in his second, and he looks to be a star already. And the second goal, a great team goal. Some great play by the new signing, Matt O'Reilly. And his ball was expertly finished by Giacomakis, who flicked it a back heel in with a deflection into the back of the net. Probably Giacomakis's best game yet for Celtic, and that's him get two goals in his last two starts. And he's leading the line very well. He gives us a bit of a different option. He's completely different for Kyogo and the other forwards we've got. But that was a goal that this goal that he scored was one that Kyogo would be proud of. It was an excellent goal. And we absolutely dominated the game in the first half. Jota was excellent. 
the three-man midfield was playing very well, beat on O'Reilly and Hattati, when you consider they never played before, the defence looked solid, Joe Hart practically nothing to do. And then we started the second half, dominant as well. Juranovic, uh, who I thought was his best game for Celtic, almost scored. Jota put in a great reverse pass to Matt O'Reilly, who was in two minds of what to do, and he tried to pass instead of having a shot when he could have scored the goal. And then Hearts get back at it. Liam Boyce scored, looked offside. Celtic's second goal as well, looked offside as well, so it wasn't a great night for the officials. And then, right about the same time, Hearts scored, we took Jota off, replaced him with Abada, which was understandable. It was Jota's first start of the year. He'd been out since we played Hearts back in December. And the team just sort of wilted. Hearts took control. We were letting them have plenty of the ball. They didn't really create that many chances. They got a penalty, which it probably was apparently it sort of was two handballs. First the first one off was uh, Beaton and the second one was Val Riley. But Hearts missed apparently. Liam Boyce hit the inside of the post and it didn't go in. It bounced across the goal and away for goal and Celtic managed to get away with that one. Hearts again had more of the ball but didn't really create many chances. We had a good chance in the break with James Forrest who didn't have the best games and they ended up hitting over the bar. And then when there was six minutes injury time, Celtic handled that very well. They kept the ball down in Hearts' part of the area, part of, in the Hearts' half for most of the time. Greg Taylor, I thought, was excellent at that part. I know he's not exactly a fan's favourite, but he did very well in making sure that Celtic had the ball in injury time. And we ended up winning 2-1. It was always going to be a difficult game with the amount of players we out. Of course, we've got so many injuries. Cal McGregor, we've not talked about his facial injury that he suffered against Alawa, uh, which is going to let him, is going to see him out for a long time. Ida Gucci as well, who suffered that bad challenge. One against Alawa, he'll be out for a long time, you'd imagine. That's two big players, especially Callum McGregor, who's the captain and one of the first names in the team sheet. He's maybe not been playing that well, but he's such an important player for us. And that was always going to be a very hard game at Hearts. It's never an easy place to go. We lost to the Laura in this season, but... The team was stood up to be counted. They managed to pull off, which was a big win, and the performances were were excellent for the most part. Matt O'Reilly in his first game was tremendous. He created, said in Sky Sports, he created eight chances, which was just remarkable, really. It was reminiscent a bit of Tom Rogic. Maybe didn't like to have as many efforts and go with Rogic, but it was very reminiscent of Rogic, who of course is in Australia and in fact scored for Australia in their uh, World Cup qualifier today. Uh, Dyson Madi as well, who is out with Japan, he came on for them. So of course they're back, they're out, not back until after the Derby next Wednesday. But we stood up to the heart's pressure. It was probably a lot more nervous than it could have been. If we had a bigger squad and not so many absences, I think we probably could have handled the game easier and won by three or four goals. But that was the biggest game of the season so far. And Celtic stood up and were counted. And all thoughts now will turn to Dundee United at the weekend. I know everybody's really thinking about the derby next Wednesday. It's a beyond end all, but the players won't because we've got a game against Dundee United. It won't be easy. They have been playing well, but they did win last night. They won 2-1. We did draw with them the last time we played them at Celtic Park. I know we're a better team now, but that was a hard game that day. And they did beat Rangers this season. They have an up-and-down season, but they'll give us a hard game. 
would imagine it'll be perhaps the same team if there's no injuries, which I don't think there is, it'll probably be the same team as started against Hearts, maybe with a bad in for Forrest, because I don't think Forrest had the, the best of games against Hearts, but maybe Andrew will keep faith in him as he has performed well in the past, but he's not really kicked on this season, but that's mostly due to injuries. But you've got to think it'll be the the same sort of team, and hopefully we get an early goal that we did against Hibs and Alloa, and take a go into a comfortable lead. We've been leading by two goals in the last three games and we've only been one of them 2-0. Hopefully we also get out of the habit of sort of playing well in the first half and then sort of fading badly in the second half. The team seems to only be able to play for 65 to 70 minutes. It even happened against Alloa when we really didn't play well at all in the second half. Happened to an extent against Hibs when the second half was by a non-event and hand against Hearts. As soon as they get that goal, they were back in, and our players were seemingly knackered, and they did well to see it out. So hopefully that's something that we can find a remedy to. I don't know if that'll happen, though, because uh, the lack of options we've got in the middle of the park. James McCarthy came on last night. Maybe he'll be an option to come on. Uh, that remains to be seen. But you've got to think that I'll be mostly the same team that started against Hearts, and It'll be a big game for a number of reasons. We're probably seven points behind Grantley because Rangers are playing first against Ross County and you'd imagine they'll get the win there. If they don't know, that'll like surely send like a great chance for Celtic to cut the gap on the top of the table. We'll just need to see. And of course, the game will be slightly tinged with sadness because the Celtic will be playing tribute to Vim Janssen, the former Celtic manager who died this week at the age of 75. And Vim Janssen will only manage Celtic for one season, but what a memorable season it was as we won the league title for the first time in 10 years. Won the League Cup as well, a League Cup double. And he came into Celtic on a real low ebb after we lost in the title of the season before. Rangers made nine in a row. Tommy Burns got fired. We had Joe Brown as general manager. We were desperately trying to get a, a first-team coach in. And Vim Janssen, who wasn't really known as a manager, got the call and he was assisted by Murdo McLeod and he brought some great players to Celtic. Obviously, everybody knows about Henry Larson, who was seen for £650,000 and became one of Celtic's biggest ever legends. That wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for Vim Janssen. He also signed some other players that deserve as much praise. Mark Reaper, who was a fantastic, solid centre-half he was really good. Him and Alan Stubbs formed a great partnership. Uh, Mark Reaper was a great player. Just a pity the injuries affected him so badly. And then in midfield, there was the the great duo, uh, Paul Lambert and Craig Burley, who were just excellent. Lambert, of course, is signed for Celtic from Bruce Dortmund, who had won the Champions League the season before. So that tells you how much a high-profile signing that was, winning a, winning, a, winning a Champions League winner at the club. And Craig Burley... People might know him no more now from his media appearances and he was on gig board in the past, but he was an excellent, excellent player for Celtic. He scored a lot of goals in that season where he won the league and who can forget, both Lambert and Burley scored in the 2-1 win over Rangers at Celtic Park in January 1998, which helped turn the tide to help Celtic win the title. Burley also scored in the League Cup final, the 3-0 win over uh, Dungeon United at Ibrox. Another great occasion, of course, Celtic did win the league against St. Johnson. Uh, never to be forgotten day for everybody that was there. Henry Larson with that goal 
in the first five minutes to give us a lead, and then Harold Bratback, who became a legend forever for scoring that second goal that what is the game and the league title, and it was just a pride of him, Janssen. Left Celtic uh, at the end of that season. It would have been interesting to see how he got on in the Champions League. We played Croatia Zagreb in the qualifiers and lost 3-1. Well, Matt Vaduka was excellent for them. If we'd managed to keep Van Janssen, maybe we might have done better and made the Champions League. You never know, but no, he was a... One of Celtic's best ever managers, you'd have to say, even though he was only manager for a year. He won two trophies. He won one of the most important titles in Celtic's history, maybe the most important, some might say. And he brought Henry Last to the club, who was one of the greatest players in Celtic's history. So it'll be great to see the tribute that Celtic have for Vim Janssen. Hopefully, maybe some of the, the old players from that side will be there. Maybe Simon Donnelly, uh, Jackie McNamara. They played key parts that season. I don't know, I doubt that Craig Burley or Harold Larson or Harold Brabac will be there. Paul Lambert perhaps will be there. That Jonathan Gould, another player who was a great, who was like signed from like nowhere and became a key man for Celtic that season. And hopefully there'll be some of the players for that season that are there to help pay tribute to Vim Janssen. And that's a tribute that he fully deserves because he was a great man and a great Celtic manager. And then hopefully after that, Celtic will pay the best tribute possible by going on to defeat Dungeon United. So that is the end of this mini-pod. Sorry about that. Listeners, we don't usually like to do this sort of thing, but there has been technical difficulties, so I'm uh, manning the fort for this episode. But we'll be back after the Dungeon United game on Sunday or Monday with a review of that game and a preview of the Rangers game. And we'll probably have a a podcast out after the Rangers game probably on the Wednesday night, I'm not sure though or on the Thursday anyway and then we've got Motherwell away Aberdeen away, Dundee in the Cup There's, the games are relentless and Celtic <laughs> be relentless as well but sorry about this folks, we'll be back to the usual episode uh, at the weekend but you can find us on all the usual podcast platforms and you can tell us uh, what you think of the show, leave us five star reviews etc you all know that by now so thanks everybody for listening to this special mini truncated truncated episode can't even speak and we'll speak to you after the dungeon game thanks and hail hail Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.